I speak to you in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I see a few words of the Lord for us in the Christmas story in this strangest of Christmas seasons. And I have one word of challenge, or maybe opportunity, and I have two words of thanksgiving. So we'll start with the challenge, and I'll take as my starting point the headline of a recent Morning Star newspaper article, which said, which which read, "Where is God? The COVID nineteen pandemic is a test of faith for believers." And uh, certainly, this is a tough time. COVID-19 is a tough time for uh, church people because we can't gather as we normally would. Um, But to call it a test of faith, I think, um, presents both the challenge and the opportunity for us. And the, the challenge is that if this is a test of our faith, it is perhaps because we can really appreciate the difference between the kind of Messiah the Jews wanted and the kind of Messiah that Jesus was. And so the opportunity is for us to to pay attention to that uh, discrepancy, that that surprising quality of how the prophecies and predictions and expectations for the Messiah was that this would be a great military leader uh, who would provide protection and prosperity and smite the enemies of the, 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 the Israelites. And of course, we have the story of the birth of Jesus in a stable in the humblest of origins and to a humble family and the first witnesses being shepherds. So the, the difference between the Messiah we got and the Messiah we want is still very present to us today. Because it seems to me that there's a strong temptation, even now, to turn Jesus into that other kind of Messiah. And if this is a test of faith for us, we say, well, where is God when COVID-19 is such a challenge and a difficulty for us personally and for the world in general? Um, The underlying assumption is that God's job in our life is to keep us safe and happy. And where is God if we are not feeling particularly safe or happy, becomes the question. But that is the God who acts as a Messiah in that military conqueror sense, the God of power and strength. And that's the God that we want. We want to be safe. We want to be happy. And there are a few enemies that I think each of us could name that we'd like to see smitten from time to time. But that's not the Messiah that we got. We got a humble Messiah. We got a Messiah that doesn't change the world to suit our needs, but instead changes our hearts and transforms us into something for the benefit of the world. So the word of challenge for us is not to minimize the pain and sorrow of the season. There's no point in doing that. We need to accept the feelings as they are. And this may be an extremely difficult Christmas for many of us. I don't mean to minimize any of that. Um, But in the midst of that, we, we focus on the kind of Messiah Jesus is, one that comes to us in the midst of all that there is, and even in the midst of all that troubles us. And this leads into the first word of comfort. The significance of the birth of Jesus is is not the historical birth of a historical person, 
but the, the belief that in this person God was made flesh, the incarnation. And the word of, uh, of comfort and encouragement in the incarnation is the idea that God didn't just wind up the world and let it go. That God is not just a creator that set everything going, set the laws, and sits back and watches things occur, but rather a God who is intimately involved and remains involved in and through the created order. And so just as the Spirit of God was present in the flesh of Jesus, this becomes a microcosm of the macrocosm where God is present and active in and through all of creation and indeed engages in the life of the created order for our good and our benefit. So the, the God who is present in creation is present even in the pandemic if only we have the eyes to see it. And this is the third point and the second word of comfort that I have to share. This notion that God is present even in the midst of hard times and sadness and grief and loss um, is not just a pie-in-the-sky abstract concept. It's something real and present and being lived out every day. And I have seen it in the lives of this parish, of the people of this parish um, over the past year. I have seen it in our phoners who have reached out and touched each other on a regular basis to alleviate the loneliness to a certain degree. I've seen it in the, uh, the adaptation of our study groups, the spirituality groups, to find a way to use the technology to continue to meet or to find ways to meet in safe um, uh, manners. Um, I see it in the volunteers that continue to step up and serve the street lunch um, uh, at a much uh, more frequent level than we had been doing prior to the pandemic. I see it in the generosity of time and talent in all the people that have continued to make this parish work, our, our uh, council, our executive, our administrative volunteers, and, of course, our staff. I have seen it in the generosity of the people of this parish. And there, there's a generosity both in the work of this parish, but also there's a generosity in the community by people of this parish. And I know that for every, uh, every act of charity and goodwill and compassion that I know about, there are 20 or 50 more that I have no idea are going on. And so in this parish community, we are already manifesting the change of heart that the Messiah came to bring. And that change of heart is, in fact, transforming the world for the better, is bringing about peace and comfort and joy. And we are a part of it. And yes, we can always do better. And yes, we fall down. And yes, there's a part of us that really wants a military uh, uh, messiah to come and smite our enemies from time to time. We're not perfect. We're not done yet. But we are on the way, and we do have one foot in the kingdom. And I see it every day in you. And finally, I have to say, I see it in the fact that we are doing this service in this way. Uh, I, I, am, I am saddened by those Christians who want to stand on our rights together uh, in the face of the evidence of how to keep each other safe. And I am proud of this congregation for doing our best to embrace this technology as best we can so that we can keep each other safe and we can keep our wider community safe. This 
in itself is an act of love for those around us. And in this way, we are living out that transformation that the Messiah came to bring. We are living into the fragility and the vulnerability and the humanity of the Incarnation. We are being who we are, the followers and children of God and the siblings of Jesus, who was born this night. Thanks be to God. Amen.